Hi, I'm Miguel Garcia, creator and host of the Sports as a Weapon podcast, a Chicano sports podcast on the entanglement of sports, radical politics, and working class sports fan culture. We talk just sports too. Subscribe and listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can also listen to the podcast on Amazon Music, Deezer, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Sports as a Weapon and on Instagram and Facebook at Sports as a Weapon Podcast. Or visit our website at www.sportsasaweapon.com. Hey, this is Dave Zirin, and you are listening to the Sports as a Weapon Podcast. We came here to build the new Chicago Movement. That's what we came here for. We came here to build the new Chicago Movement. That's what we came here for. And welcome to another episode of the Sports as a Weapon podcast, a Chicano Chicano sports podcast on the entanglement of sports, radical politics, and working class sports fan culture. And don't worry, we talk about just sports too. As a reminder, the Sports as a Weapon podcast is now part of the Anticonquista Media Collective Network. Anticonquista is an anti-imperialist media collective. Our content is produced by and for the Latin American and Caribbean diaspora. We are dedicated to exposing and fighting the capitalist imperialist system, the root cause of our displacement. We provide analysis of the region's current events in history from a communist, anti-imperialist, third-worldist, pro-indigenous, pro-black, pro-LGBTQ+, proletarian, feminist, and pan-Latin American and Caribbean perspective. We produce articles, books, podcasts, videos, and social media memes. Now we're going to do something different on the podcast today. I'm going to read my debut article that I wrote last month for Anticonquista at Anticonquista.com titled Paper Tiger Imperialism and the U.S.-Beijing Boycott. You can follow Anticonquista on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Anticonquista. You can also support Anticonquista by subscribing to Anticonquista on Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash Anticonquista. Also, you can also support my podcast on patreon.com slash sports as a weapon podcast if you want to. But if you got to choose, go with Anticonquista. Anticonquista takes all subscription donations and donates it to uh, Latin American anti-imperialist activist groups in Latin America. Now, here's the article I wrote for Anticonquista, anticonquista.com, titled Paper Tiger Imperialism and the U.S. Beijing Boycott. On Monday, December 6, 2021, the United States government announced they would not be sending government officials to the upcoming 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics in February 2022. The diplomatic boycott is the latest move by Washington and the Biden administration in their all-out blitz smear campaign against the People's Republic of China. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki confirmed the decision during last Monday's press briefing. Quote, 
As the president has told President Xi, standing up for human rights is in the DNA of Americans. So we have a fundamental commitment to promoting human rights. And we feel strongly in our position, and we will continue to take actions to advance human rights in China and beyond. End of quote. Following the Biden administration's announcement of the U.S. diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics, three other Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance members, the United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia, announced they would also boycott the Games. On Friday, December 10th, Japan also announced it would join the U.S.-led diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics. In contrast, the Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela, in a show of South-South solidarity, denounced the diplomatic boycott carried out by the U.S. and its allies. Argentina and Russia did as well. Now, we will make one thing clear. We believe in abolishing the Olympics and have been critical of the International Olympic Committee's IOC corruption in the past. But we are anti-imperialists first, and we will defend China against the Cold War rhetoric and lies pushed by the U.S. government its allies, and the U.S. corporate media, which acts as the PR arm of the United States government. The claims of genocide and human rights violations levied against China by the United States, its corporate media, and Western allies originated from erroneous information. The claims of the Uyghur genocide stem from two right-wing sources, German anthropologist Adrian Zenz, and the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, known as ASPI. In February 2021, the Grey Zone detailed the pattern of data abuse and fraudulent assertions made by Zenz in a June 2020 paper published by the Jamestown Foundation, a neoconservative defense policy think tank based in Washington, D.C. Zenz is also a senior fellow for the right-wing Victims of Communism Foundation and the right-wing Christian fundamentalist believes he is led by God in his mission against China. The Australian Strategic Policy Institute is a think tank financially supported by the Australian Department of Defense, the U.S. Department of Defense, and U.S. defense contractors such as Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, BAE Systems, and Boeing. The United States decided to use the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics as a ploy in their Cold War push against China. The U.S. acts as the shining light of democracy and human rights, but they are the biggest violator of human rights in the world. In case the U.S. needs a reminder of their human rights violations record, the U.S. committed genocide and stole the land from the indigenous people of this country. The U.S. enslaved African people. The U.S. police originated from slave patrols. And in 2021, the police continued to murder black people with impunity. In Zach Cope's The Wealth of Some Nations, Imperialism and the Mechanics of Value Transfer, he noted uncompensated labor of enslaved Africans in the North American colony of Jamestown, Virginia, to aid in the production of lucrative crops such as tobacco, would be worth $97 trillion today. The U.S. government is still the only country to drop an atomic bomb on human beings. The U.S. killed an estimated 66,000 Japanese citizens in Hiroshima and 39,000 in Nagasaki. The U.S. also rounded up 120,000 Japanese Americans and imprisoned them in concentration camps during World War II. 
The U.S. has waged war against the Islamic world for over two decades, leaving one million dead in Iraq, 250,000 dead in Afghanistan, 400,000 in Yemen, and hundreds of thousands of more in Syria, Somalia, Libya, and so on. According to anthropologist David Vine, the U.S. has around 800 military bases around the globe. However, China only has one military base and is surrounded by 400 U.S. military bases. The U.S. government continues to cage Mexican and Central American children in detention centers, but claims they champion human rights? The U.S. government destabilizes countries throughout Latin America. Meanwhile, 19 of 33 countries in Latin America and the Caribbean have signed bilateral agreements with China's Belt and Road Initiative. Additionally, on December 3, 2021, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution revealed, quote, a years-long human trafficking operation trapped migrant workers in modern-day slavery on South Georgia farms, according to a federal indictment unsealed last week. End of quote. Hey, Press Secretary Jen Psaki, we fixed your statement. Quote, as the president has told President Xi, standing up for violating human rights is in the DNA of Americans. So we have a fundamental commitment to promoting and violating human rights. And we feel strongly in our position. And we will continue to take action to advance and violate human rights in China and beyond. End of quote. If the U.S. and its allies claim to care about human rights, why didn't they diplomatically boycott the 2020 Tokyo Summer Olympics while COVID-19 infections ravaged Tokyo? Likewise, if the U.S. and its corporate media cared about human rights, why are they not condemning the slave labor used to build soccer stadiums for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar? The answer is simple. The U.S. government does not care about human rights violations when its allies commit them because it does not fit their geopolitical interests or impact their hegemonic control of the world. So there's the article that I wrote for Anticonquista.com last December 2021. It's titled Paper, Tiger, Imperialism, and the U.S. Beijing Boycott. So again, let me know on Twitter and on Instagram. Tweet me, send me some messages if you like for me to do some more episodes this way where I read some articles that I write. I'm going to try to start writing some more, so stay tuned for that. U.S. imperialism is a paper tiger. The Biden administration will not send any diplomatic or official representation to the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics and Paralympic Games, given the PRC's ongoing genocide and crimes against uh, humanity in Xinjiang and other human rights abuses. The athletes on Team USA have our full support. We will be behind them 100% as we cheer them on from home. We will not be contributing to the fanfare of the games. U.S. imperialism is a paper tiger. My advice to everyone out there who's frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, feel those emotions, go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita, do whatever you need to do this weekend, and then wake up on Monday morning, we gotta keep fighting. And what that means, Lindsay, is we have to keep talking to members about federal legislation. That's essential. That's something that can be permanent, that can make sure people's rights are protected. But we also need to uh, make sure people are educated in states across the country about what their rights are, uh, how they can vote, when they can vote, how to request an absentee ballot. There's a lot we need to do on that front, and that's gonna rely on the energy and the anger of those that
That will wrap up the podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Sports as a Weapon podcast. U.S. imperialism is a paper tiger.